Welcome to Conquering the Seeds of Destruction, bringing help and encouragement to those dealing with real-life issues. To learn more, visit ConqueringSeedsOfDestruction.com. Welcome to Conquering the Seeds of Destruction, and my name is Maureen Wild-Smith. Over the next weeks, I will be sharing with you some of my podcasts that have made the list of being the best of conquering the seeds of destruction. Now, whether this is your first time hearing the podcast or you remember it from before, I pray that it will provide help and encouragement to you in your life. I hope by now you have enjoyed experiencing a new beginning as we have tackled some key components of communication. We have also seen how the adversary can complicate our relationships if we don't seek a closer walk with God, as he guides us to speak truth at all times when we communicate. Now today, we are going to discuss how we are going to apply all of the information that we have learned within these past two weeks to our lives when dealing with the seeds and roots of miscommunication and misinterpretation. We will also continue to emphasize the importance of walking in truth as God expects us to do as we are guided by his voice. Now, in the beginning of last week, I touched on the basics of how we communicate the different forms of communication, and even how we express ourselves in a nonverbal way. It is amazing how communication now has evolved over the years with how we express ourselves. Now, in the past, we mainly communicated through face-to-face conversations. And I know some of you probably have even remembered when there was a time for a family conversation You had to go and sit at the table and all of us just kind of sit around and had that family discussion. Now we conversate probably a little bit different. Not to say that those face-to-face conversations are not existing, but now we conversate through cell phones, through text messages, through tweets, through the television, videos like YouTube and Zoom, and the list can go on and on and on. Now, although communication has progressed due to the innovation of technology, it has also impacted some of our relationships in a negative way, unfortunately. We have seen relationships become more strained, family units being broken, and more children disrespecting adults and sometimes human life in general. The communication gap still exists within our cultures in trying to reach understanding. There is a boldness and tendency to exploit immoral values and beliefs in the world, which unfortunately is sometimes becoming a standard for rebellious individuals to have their place in the world. There is also an alarming rate of children and youth being abused, neglected, unnoticed, killed, and even unloved. The lack of unity, even among our foreign nations, and sometimes the constant division within our own political government, disrupts peace and harmony for the future generations. So there is a progress that has definitely been made in society. But sometimes we do have to take a step back and ask ourselves, at what cost? Or should I even say, 
at whose cost? Some questions maybe to even ponder on are, does making millions of dollars mean now that you will always spend less time with your family? Does the amount of time that you spend with making a name for yourself to gain respect from the world, does it also equal the same amount of time that you would spend with a child or maybe even a person that you can influence? Does pleasing you become more important than pleasing God? Would you really rather receive than give, even though you were taught that it is better to give than to receive? Is it important for you to build genuine relationships with others? Or do you build relationships just to get what you want out of it? Now, you may actually think that all of these questions are directed to you. However, in writing this book, these were actually questions that I asked myself. I wasn't liking what I was seeing in some of today's society, as well as the things that I was seeking after. Because I am a part of this generation, I do feel a responsibility to it. I do want to make a difference in society, especially for the generations to come. Therefore, I had to pull up my own mirror daily to make sure that my life is being aligned under God. And so as I continue to seek God's guidance and direction daily to fulfill my purpose, I also pray that we all have it in us, that we live life with the hope that there can be improvement and growth and development and understanding with one another and open communication and especially love being displayed as vessels created by God. Now, when we reflect back on the seeds of miscommunication and misinterpretation, and you look at the beginning of one person talking and the other person listening, it requires each person to be willing to be open. Now, being willing means that it may not always be about what you can get from it, but actually what you can give to it. Communication takes work. And although some instances can get complicated, if an individual remains open, certain situations can get resolved. Now, if you are following along in the book, on page 48 of the book, I share with you a list of why communication can be difficult. And it is mainly based on a person's feeling within the conversation. So for instance, a person may feel that they are not being heard in a conversation, or maybe they may feel that their opinions are just not appreciated. If you actually don't address it, then it can escalate into a more tense conversation. Or you could also interpret it in a way that your opinions or even you yourself don't even matter anymore. You have to clear up any doubts or any uncertainties that may take place because as you know, if the enemy gets a crack in the door, things can spiral downward into a destructive state. And we have already talked about how confusion and even separation can take place. Now, I asked at the beginning of last week, how do you reach a level of understanding and how is it measured, especially when you have those uh, conversations where you have to agree to disagree? 
So in order to do so, you have to ask clarifying questions to get there. Now, I also have another list on page 49 of just that, some clarifying questions to ask, but I will give you a few of them. So one of the questions is, what do you think that I am feeling inside? And this is based on, of course, you know, when you're having a discussion with someone. This gives the other person a chance to explain to you what they think you are feeling. And it also gives you an opportunity to correct a situation if they didn't answer the question correctly. Also, another question uh, that I have there is, what is your viewpoint of this situation? This gives both parties a chance to express themselves and not assume anything. Each person is able to express where they stand on the situation. So without doing these type of temperature checks in a conversation, and like I said, I have those questions listed, you can run the risk of a different interpretation being expressed. It doesn't take much for someone to have a completely different meaning than what you were trying to express. Also, when you are trying to build a relationship with someone, be cautious on other people coming into the relationship. For instance, your family and your friends' opinions. Now, people's comments on a person that you are building a relationship with may start off small and seem harmless. But as you know, over time, some things can get out of hand and turn into something more extreme. Try to get to know a person yourself and only you without the opinions and influences of other people. Remember and learn the lesson from Eve. The added voices in a relationship may not always be good to have on board. Try not to allow the cycle of miscommunication and misinterpretation and focus on proving points rather than having effective dialogue. Now, on page 50 of the book, I also share with you six key points to embrace and to hold on to. So try to hold on to these concepts so that you can have effective dialogue. Keep in mind that miscommunication can assume effective dialogue misinterpretation can assume effective understanding of a conversation. Never assume anything. Know that you know that you know that you know. And you don't know until you know is what my sister always says to me. You just don't know until you know. (laughs) Remember, always try to handle things openly and peacefully. Always try to clarify a comment, especially if it doesn't sound right. Try your best to spend more time in keeping relationships together, especially with God, than tearing them apart with the help of the enemy. Now, as we are about to come to a close, I hope that you are also allowing yourself to do the work in the workbook so that you can uproot any type of behaviors that keep you from growing with God. Now, some of the sections may cause you to have to revisit some areas that you thought you had completely healed from and now realize that you have some lingering things still planted in your mind. Take the time to deal with it so that you can move forward. There are also dates for you to write down in the workbook 
on when you are really going to complete and get out of this state of destruction. God doesn't want you to stay there. He doesn't want you to keep dragging it with you year over year over year. As I said, we are in a new beginning this month. And so let's go ahead and make sure that we are uprooting those things. Also, there is a place for you to write down an additional testimony and to write the date that you are now living in abundance. I also want to let you know that in the workbook at the back of each chapter, there are scriptures there. So there are basically all the scriptures that came from the book and maybe some additional ones as well. You have basically pages of nothing but scriptures on how to deal with that particular seed and root that you may be experiencing. So they are available in the workbook for easy reference. If you would like to get even more insight and guidance to this life of abundance that God wants you to have, you can go to my website at conqueringseedsofdestruction.com where you can purchase the books at a 20% discount along with the free shipping, free gifts, and a signed copy of the book. And it's only the book that I sign. Also, both books, especially the workbook, has even more information in it, such as reflection statements. And those are basically statements that you kind of just hold on to. They kind of give you that extra push, you know, when you may be struggling with certain situations. Also, if you are looking for a small group study to do with a group of people, then this would be a great opportunity for all of you to start a new beginning together. So I do hope you will come back. I'm looking forward to speaking with you as we continue to see how things unfold and what God will do in our lives as we conquer the seeds of destruction. Take care and stay safe out there. Bye-bye. Public author and speaker Maureen Y. Smith brings help and encouragement to deal with real life issues, giving you permission to live the life of abundance that God wants you to live, allowing peace, joy, and freedom to reign in your life. To book Maureen at your next event or small group, email conqueringseedsofdestruction at gmail.com. And to follow Maureen along in this radio journey, purchase your discounted copy of Conquering the Seeds of Destruction book and workbook at conqueringseedsofdestruction.com. That's conqueringseedsofdestruction.com.